Welcome to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. Please open your hearts to hear an anointed message that will encourage and empower you to walk in the love and light of God's Word. Beloved, in part two of the name above every name, we will continue to explore the many names of the one who is the name and who reigns in majesty with all authority in heaven and in the earth. As the world spirals into more chaos with each passing day, and the prophetic word of God unfolds with dramatic pay-attention warning, it is important for the people of God to stay in a position of confidence, grounded in His word and the guaranteed assurance of His salvation security. Knowing the personal names of God provides a deeper understanding of who our awesome Savior is, while underscoring His love, provision, and protection over us. When we come to the full realization that we are now one with the God of all creation, the great I Am, the Alpha and the Omega, the One who is with us and for us, who shall we fear? And of what shall we be afraid? In our last segment, we left off with his name, El Roy, the God who sees me. Today we will pick up with El Shaddai, the All-Sufficient One. There is nothing we could ever need or desire that has not already been fulfilled in El Shaddai. Its all-encompassing meaning is the Lord God Almighty. In a Christianity.com commentary, they write, the reason the meaning of the name El Shaddai is so important is because there is an all-inclusive aspect attached to that name. According to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, one of the definitions of the word Almighty is having absolute power over all. This one definition alone causes the name of El Shaddai to stand out among many of the other names of God for it tells us that the Lord God has absolute power over all sickness, death, sin, Satan, and any other demonic power or influence. In other words, El Shaddai has power over everything and everyone. There is no one greater or more powerful than Him, our Lord God Almighty. Applying the meaning of El Shaddai will help to bring revelation to certain scriptures when you view them through the lens of His name as the All-Powerful One. For example, in Romans 8.31, it is written, What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? In Study Light's Hebrew-Greek lexical aids, they write that the historical tenses of the Greek word for if in that passage implies that the condition is or was already fulfilled. Therefore, we would more correctly say, since God is for us, who can be against us? When El Shaddai, the Lord God Almighty, is with you and for you, there is nothing and no one who can come against you and succeed in that assault. If you really allow that to sink in deeply, you will walk in greater confidence of victory when the many trials and tribulations that we endure as legitimate children of the Most High God befall us, especially now in this critical time in the earth. 
Another powerful example of the provision granted us in the name of El Shaddai is found in Isaiah 41.10, where it is also written, Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. How awesome and amazing it is to know the one who is the Lord God Almighty and to be one with him as his blood-bought and holy possession. For he is the one who walks with us, strengthens us, helps us, and upholds us. It is truths like these that we should be spending time meditating on. For when we do, we will not give in to fear or be dismayed, no matter how turbulent things may become. We know by his name that the victory is already won, and we are safe in El Shaddai, the Lord God Almighty. The next name of God that we'll glean from is Jehovah Jireh, the Lord who provides. The greatest provision that has been granted to us by the Father is His beloved Son, and salvation's guarantee that is found in Him and Him alone. Every other good and perfect gift that comes down from the Father of lights is an outflow of that greatest gift to us. In Genesis 22:13 to 14 we are given a sacred type and symbol of God's provision where the name Jehovah-Jireh is revealed. We learn that Abraham was commanded by Jehovah to sacrifice his son Isaac. In obedience, Abraham leads his son up to Mount Moriah, which means the place God chooses. According to many scholars, Golgotha, or Calvary in the Latin rendering, may have been on the ancient site of Mount Moriah, where Jesus was crucified. In verses 13 to 14 of the Genesis 22 passage, we read, Then Abraham raised his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him was a ram caught in the thicket by its horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up as a burnt offering in the place of his son. And Abraham named that place, The Lord Will Provide. As it is said to this day, On the mountain of the Lord, it will be provided. In this account, we are given a prophetic foretelling of the greatest provision the Lord would bestow upon mankind, His own beloved Son, who was offered up in love-filled payment for the death our sins deserved. And it is from the outflow of that abundant benevolence that every other blessing from His hand flows. In Romans 8.32, it is written, he who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how will he not also with him freely give us all things? This wonderful promise does not mean that God will give us everything we want, such as the wealth and material blessings that the name and claim a crowd demand in his name. Rather, it holds within it treasures that cannot be found on earth, for they are heavenly riches that will endure forever. In Second Peter 1, 3-4, it is written, For His divine power has granted to us everything pertaining to life and godliness, through the true knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and excellence. Through these, He has granted to us His precious and magnificent promises, 
so that by them you may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world on account of lust. Certainly the Lord does provide for us richly with all the necessities of life as we sojourn in the earth. He is the giver of every good gift and blessing. However, for the children of God, as Second Peter 1, 3-4 revealed to us, there is a higher attainment of provision that is bestowed upon His own. And we are exhorted to reach for this sacred endowment as His work of sanctification continues its holy endeavor within us. In Matthew six twenty five to 33 we read the words of Jesus, For this reason I say to you, do not be anxious for your life, as to what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor for your body as to what you shall put on. Is life not more than food and the body than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, that they do not sow, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. And yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not worth more than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single cubit to his lifespan? And why are you anxious about clothing? Observe how the lilies of the field grow. They do not toil, nor do they spin. Yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory did not clothe himself like one of these. But if God so arrays the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the furnace, will he not much more do so for you, O men of little faith? Do not be anxious then, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or with what shall we clothe ourselves? For all these things the Gentiles eagerly seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and then all these other things shall be added unto you. The next magnificent name of God on our list is Jehovah Rapha. In a God Questions commentary, they write, The context of God's revelation of His name, Jehovah Rapha, is an incident that took place early on in the wilderness wanderings of the Israelites. They had just left Egypt and crossed the Red Sea. Moses took them into the desert of Shur, where for three days they traveled in the desert without finding water. The Lord was testing them and their faith, and the Israelites' test in the desert was soon amplified. They came upon a body of water, but to their great consternation, they could not drink from it. They called the water Mara, which means bitter. Their souls began to turn bitter as well, and they grumbled against Moses, saying, What are we to drink? Moses prayed to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a piece of wood. And following God's instructions, Moses threw the wood into the water, and the water miraculously became fit to drink. Immediately after the Lord healed the waters of Marah, he identified himself to them as Jehovah Rapha. I am the Lord who heals you. Jehovah Rapha holds within him the living waters of life. Neither impurity of body nor impurity of soul can withstand the purifying and healing power of the Lord God, who heals spiritually, physically, emotionally, and mentally, and makes us whole in Him. All honor, glory, and praise be His forever.
And this is where we must pause for today, beloved. In our next segment, we will pick up with the other names of God and the power and majesty that are held within them. Until then, I leave you with Psalm 86.12. I will give thanks to you, Lord my God, with all my heart, and I will glorify your name forever. And as always, beloved, I bid you his agape. You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006, or via our website at www.agapelightministries.com. Again, that's www.agapelightministries.com. Dot agape light ministries dot com.